everything when I needed clothings. Are you with me? Then this means that whatever thing I was going in that time, at that particular time in my life, I understood that this same God also will do it for me. Are you here? So, I was going through something. And I knew that I had passed some things. I knew that I had overcome certain stages in my life. And these stages I overcame in life. I overcame by the direction and the instructions of God. Are you here? So meaning that whatever thing I'm going through right now again, God can certainly take me through it and make me get whatever I need. This same God also that made me complete school with scholarship, whatever it is, this same God that feeds me, this same God that do A, B, C, D for me, it is this same God that is going to get me this miracle. And guess what? This year we got that miracle. I thought you caught your hands for Jesus. We got a miracle for about three years now. We got a miracle this particular year, and we are very happy. Like, come on, we, 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 we are very, very happy. However, some time back, we were really sad. I'm saying this because of you, what you are going through right now. And I want you to understand this same God that did it for us also will do it for you. Amen. The same God that made you enter into school will make you completed. Amen. The same God that made you enter into marriage will make you have sweetness in marriage. The same God that made you even open a bank account, that same God will increase that bank account. The same God that even made you become born again, that same God is going to lead you into spiritual growth. That same God is going to lead you. You see, so we were going through all those things and we, you, you have no idea, but we still come here as though nothing was happening to us. I want us to open to the book of Hebrews chapter 4, verse 16. Hebrews chapter 4, verse 16. We are going to be reading it together, Hebrews 4, 16. Are we there? If you are there, shout glory. Hebrews 4, 16. If you are there, shout glory. Oh, come on. You are not there? Hebrews 4, 16. Are you there? Now, one, two, let's go. So what does it say? It said, draw near unto me in your time of what? Need. Come boldly unto me in your time of need. And I will show you what? Mercy. Mercy. So the Lord wants us to come to him in our time of need, in our time of adversity, you know, in a time where we are in confusion, you know, in a time where we have a problem going on that we don't know who to turn to, where we don't know the next step to take. He said that we should draw near unto him boldly, which we come to him confidently with our problem, whatever we are going through. You see, one, one thing about problems is that one thing that the Lord allows problems to come to us is for us to be able to draw closer to him. The Lord allows us to go through problems because he wants us to draw closer. He wants us to draw nearer to him. Are you here? So anytime there is a problem, see, see the bright side of it that the Lord wants you to draw closer to him. And that's how come that problem has come. And that problem has not come to separate you from God. It hasn't come to take you far away from God or take you far away from even church. That problem is what is supposed to even lead you closer to church. That problem is what is supposed to lead you closer to your man of God. That problem is supposed to even lead you closer to God. Are you here with me? So when problems emanate, when problems um, showcase themselves, we are not supposed to go completely out of church. Problem even including sin. When we sin, we are not supposed to come go off completely from the we are supposed to come from to church for cleansing because if you stay at home you are not going to be cleansed you are going to be feeling much more guilty than you have ever felt so 
for you to come to church. And whatever problem you are going through, it is a church that you must come to that you will be fed and you will be encouraged. And I've come to talk to you today as a father. That, you, that whatever you are going through, just be encouraged. That this same God also. This same God also. You see, one of the things that we as humans uh, often do, or even as believers do, is that anytime someone offends us later or some, something happens, someone does a mistake, and then we get angry about the person, and then we don't want to talk to the person, we have to hands with the person, we cut all communication with this person. You see, and then we, 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 when we cut the communication with this person, we forget all the time that this person has been with us. All this time that this person has been with you, you forget all these things. And you only remember the mistakes of this person. You forget it. And this kind of funny thing has crept into the church. Whereby we forget all the things God has done for us just because we want something from the Lord and we want it at a particular time and it's not happening at that time. We are angry with God. And we even go to an extent of even threatening God. Come on, some of us have threatened God before. Me, I even threatened God before. I've told God before one time that if you do not do this for me, I won't serve you anymore. Guess what? He didn't do it, but I'm still serving him. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Sometimes we, we want something so badly that we get to even a point where we get angry with God. That why won't you do this for me? You are doing it for A, why won't you do it for me too? Why won't you do it? We are all in the same church. We are all under one man of God. Why are you doing it for A? Why are you not doing it for me? And we get angry at God. I know many of you have got angry at God at one time in your life. Where you, you've told God your mind. Yeah, you've told God your mind before. How many of you have told God your mind before? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You have. You, you, you expect God to come in into this particular situation, but it looks as if he's not there. And you want the thing to happen swiftly and it's delayed. And you're asking God, why me? Why is all this thing going on in my life? And uh, we, 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 see, if God was a person, we would have killed him by now. Because the, the kind of rage we were in, the kind of anger we were in, the kind of questions we had in our mind. Because sometimes we even laid our plans. Everyone knows this is, our, this is our plan. This is what we are going to do. And the next moment, that's not what is happening. And we tell God, God, why do you allow all this shit come to me? But you know, you have to understand, this same God that gave you that thing that you need, and whatever you need right now, that same God can equally add that to it for you. Amen. Are you here with me? Because, you see, one of the things that again we take for granted as human beings is life. We, we, we think life is not a miracle. You being alive right now is a miracle. Even death, 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 the scenario death, alright, the issue about death, alright, is a miracle on its own. The way death happens, the way death happens is a miracle. My goodness, death is a miracle. You don't know, but I'm telling you, death on its own. The way death happens is a miracle. And you having life on its own is a miracle. As we always say that our alarm clock doesn't keep us awake. What keeps us awake is the spirit of God. And for you to have life is a proof of a miracle. For you to have life is a proof that God, this same God that gave you this life, can work that miracle that you need for you. Are you with me? Because God will not give you life and shame you. But he's giving you life to prove to you that this miracle that I have given you, I can give you much more. Are you here with me, somebody? So, and if this same God can do it for us, and he's telling us that, okay, I have done it for you in the past. Scripture makes us understand that your, 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 your latter shall be greater than your former. So, I say, we did your job, and I say, that's it all for you. He's going to blow your mind. Are you here at all? Because for some of you, you think that maybe
really the biggest miracle you ever need in your life is marriage. But you know, God has a bigger thing even in store for your marriage. Mm. To God, marriage is normal. Mm. That was all the first thing he did even in the garden. But he did something much more. Mm. Are you here with me? Yes, to some of you, one of the biggest miracles you are thinking about is to have an amount of money in your account for a particular year. Come on, God says that your former shall be greater than your latter. So this same God that will watch you through your former, this same God will watch you through your latter. Amen. And you have to believe it that this same God also will do it for you. And one of the things we again do as Christians is to tell God what he can do for us and what he cannot do for us. The book of 2 Kings chapter 5, the verse 10. 2 Kings chapter 5, the verse 10. There was something that happened in that particular scripture. Why we see the man of God, Elisha, heal a leper, which was brought to him by the king. Oh, someone there. Second Kings chapter 5, verse 10. Read it for me, please. Uh-huh. 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 So, Elisha told Naaman to go to the river Jordan because Naaman had a sickness of leprosy. And he told him to go to the river Jordan to go immerse himself in the river Jordan seven good times. And then from that thing, that was spiritual direction, Naaman is going to receive his healing. But guess what Naaman said? Next verse. Naaman got angry at this man of God. Naaman got angry at prophet Elisha. And what did he say? He said, why do you tell me to go and dip myself in river Jordan? Have you not seen it? this other clean rivers? He's not in the scripture. Read it please. Uh-huh. Uh huh. So Naaman was trying to tell the man of God what the man of God should do, how the man of God should heal him. Naaman wanted the man of God to come to him, lay hands on him, and pray for him and heal him. But the man of God did not do so. The man of God sent his servant to come and tell him, Naaman, to go to the river Jordan and dip himself in the river for seven good times, and he received his healing. But Naaman wanted to tell the man of God his job. Naaman wanted to tell God what he should do to get him healed. So what did he say? Move on, please. So he should lay out his hands over the disease. So this is us telling God how he should help us. He should help us. How God should fulfill our destiny for us. Okay. There are nicer rivers. There are cleaner rivers. Damascus River is nicer. It's cleaner than River Jordan. Why should I go and dip myself in a dirty river? Uh huh. Name as a man of God, are you missing this thing? Even if God gave you a direction to give to me, why wouldn't you make me go dip myself in the clean river? This is you talking to God right now. This is you talking to the prophet right now. Now, when the prophet of God is prophesying to you, he's like, ah, what are you telling me? I want to be a banker. You say I'm going to be a tailor. What are you telling me? This is a fake prophecy. And if there's a stick, why are you telling me God will do it in the next seven days when I know God can do it instantly? They're trying to tell God how He should change their lives. God, if you don't give me this, I'm not going to serve you anymore. Come on. I'm not going to do your work anymore. Yes. Some of you go to church and say, I'll, I'll, I'll sing. If you don't do for this one for me, I'll sing. You sit. <laughs> Alright, so, you see Naaman here, trying to tell the prophet of God how he should heal him. This is us. You see, it is not wrong for us to tell God how we want things to be done. It's not wrong for us to pray to God and tell Him what we want. But it is wrong for you to pray 
as though there are things you know God cannot do. Because after this particular scripture, Elijah healed Naaman, and they went to the verse, the, the chapter 6, the verse 2, please read it. They got to a town, the city of town, and, and there was farming in Samaria. There was farming. They got there and there was farming. To the point where there was a woman who, there were two women, alright, and these two women, they agreed that they all have sons. They agreed that one will kill the son. They will grow the son and eat. And then the next day, when they are hungry again, they will kill the other person's son and they will eat. Now, they did the thing the first day. Now, the second day, the, the king was passing and the woman called upon the king and said, no, this woman is cheating me. We killed my son and we ate my son because there was famine in the town. And then the next day, we are supposed to eat his, her son and she doesn't want to do it. And the king got bored and rent his clothes. He tore his clothes. Anytime you see in the scripture, he rent his clothes. It means he tore his clothes. All right? So, my point here is that when all these things was happening in the town, when the king needed healing for Naaman, he called for the prophet Elisha. But when there was famine in the town, he couldn't call for the prophet. Because why? He thought the prophet was for only healing. He thought the ministry of the prophet was for only healing. Did he not know that the, the prophet has also a faith for provision and when the prophet of god came into the scene he said tomorrow about this time that's why the prophet of god is clear tomorrow about this time the famine is going to cease a famine scarcity in the town and the prophet of god comes in and he said tomorrow about this time 24 hours he declared 24 hour provision are you with me somebody but the king was only thinking the prophet is a prophet who can only heal them he is not a prophet who can provide. Like some of you here, you think that God can only do it for you. So let's assume your phone gets missing, all right? The first thing you would think about is, okay, make up to do. And now say, make new phone. Are you hearing me? But we do not think that God can give us a vision. God can lead us to find that phone that is missing. So we have boxed the operations of God in our life. Why we think that this one God can do and this one God cannot do goodness there are many things that has gotten missed even your key has gotten missing and you want to cut a new key or you broke the door and you take the door lock when you can speak to god for god to show you where the key has been placed is it something as little as that but we 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 box god we box god and we tell god what he cannot do for us and we tell him what he can do for us so if things are not going on in our life it's not it's not because of god but it's because of us it is what we have told god he can do for us and what we've told him he cannot do for us are you here with me? Imagine you. Imagine right now. You 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 are praying and Bishop declared, let's pray about this, and you're asking yourself, can it really happen? You you are praying some prayer because everyone is praying, but for you, you don't really believe it can really happen. So this 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 king believed the prophet can heal, but he didn't believe the prophet can provide. I had some people like that come those days. When we're completing school, they thought only my anointing was to boost GPS, to give them good grades. So I'll declare, let the DPL increase and they are increasing. Let them get A's and they are getting A's. So when we completed, they did not know that I had the grace also for getting them jobs. As a matter of fact, some of them were even having jobs even before we even completed. So they don't know. They, they did not know we even had grace to make them marry, whatever it is. But when we completed, they left because they thought we are done with school. We didn't, they only needed my anointing for boosting GP. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Guess what? We're done with school now. They need job now they are coming they've seen people receiving testimonies and now they're coming why should it be so and this is what we do to god we don't want to do it to men of god we do it to god yeah 
if, if not for probably this ministry, some of you might not have experienced oil coming out in the palms of people. You may not have experienced seeing people to me going inside instantly. You may not have even seen color changing. Because you might think that some things, if you need color to change, you need cream, toning cream. Nami over time, I'll get to some color. Are you hearing me? You, you, you think some things are for the natural things, some things, oh, now, Right? That's what we think, right? We will not even think for once that God can change the color of Pastor Paul. We, we, we are not thinking like that because we are limiting the operation. I don't limit the operation of God. I do not. So, there are little things I believe can really change. I, I really believe that if I really want to change this color of this chair, I can do it by the spirit, by the grace of God. Because with God, all things are possible. That's how I think. And that's how you are supposed to be thinking. Are you here? Oh, I hear somebody. And that's how I was telling the other day that even the heart of men are in the hands of God. If you want something from someone, you can pray to God and God can turn the heart of the person to you. And the favor comes to you. You see, these things, you don't know it. So, you are praying and you are praying a mess when the thing you are supposed to be praying about you mainly is the heart of the person. But this same God can do it for you also. Amen. Oh, are you with me, somebody? The same God can do it for you. He can do it for you. And one of the major things that happens also, aside we busking God or we putting God in a particular corner and telling Him what He can do for us and what He cannot do for us, another thing is that we forget to tell Him. We forget what God has done for us. First Samuel chapter 17, 34, verse 37. We forget to tell Him what God can do for us or what God has done for us. God is ever willing, God is ever capable, and He's ever able to help us in whatever we are going through. But it is up to us to allow him to do it. Let's read it. First Samuel mm, 17:34. First Samuel 17:34. 37. Let's see what David did here. Read it, please. Read it. Read it. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. So this was David going to war with Goliath. And David is telling Saul that make me go fight this guy. Because me, when I was in the bush, I was fighting lions. I was fighting bears when they came up to my to my ships. Move on, please. Whenever a lion or bear came into the land from the Lord, uh-huh. I'd go after it, knock it down, and rescue the lamb. Move on. If it turned on me, I'd grab it by the truth. This is David telling, telling Saul about his past victories with God. This is David telling Saul about his past victories with God. There are times where you are supposed to tell the devil about your past victories, regardless of what you are going through. You see, you have to make the devil know that if he is that powerful as he is, if he's the one giving you that kind of mentality, if the one that is accusing you that much, then show him how you overcame A. Show him how you overcame B. Show him how you overcame C. And time you overcome D also. So David was telling Saul that I don't care whatever you think that this guy can defeat me, whatever it is. But the same God has made me overcome the lion. The same God has made me overcome the bear. Babies. He can equally make me overcome this castrated <laughs> or unsettling side this Philistine. Castrated dog. That's why he called him. Move on, please. It makes he said, whether Goliath, lion or bear, it makes no difference. So whether financial problem. Whether school problem, whether marriage problem, whether any problem, it makes no difference. It is still God's problem. 
And this same God also. David said what? Please no one.
which you're supposed to remember. That when men slept, the enemy saw tests among them. There is, see, the reason why some of you are stuck at that particular stage right now is because a prophecy has been given to you on to what you should do at that particular stage. But you forgot that prophecy and you are struggling where you're not supposed to be struggling. Do not forget what God has done for you. Do not forget it. Huh? If God helped you get two cities, don't forget it, no matter how little it is. I tell you. I tell you. I, I don't forget. Sometimes I might forget me prophesying to you. But you as a, the one that prophecy came to, don't forget it. Don't forget it. There was a time where Palestine was going through something. I think last month, right? Or last two months. And then she was having some connections like she didn't know where to stand. She was confused. I was like, do you remember that in May, I had already given you a prophecy on water. I was talking to you. I was telling you what the Lord was telling me about this particular thing that is coming. And you, you must blah, 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 blah. So I had to screenshot a particular chat to her and send it to her. I was starting and the Lord was speaking to me and I was speaking to her. I didn't give her much detail because then I wasn't supposed to give her details. I hear. But, but the prophecy was already given. But at a particular stage in her life, she was confused on what to particularly do. What to be sure her in you. But already you already have a prophetic word that has already come. Like some of you, you are stagnant in that state, but you already have a word on your head already. You God already gave you a dream, but you forgot that dream. It might not be me prophesying to you, but God gave you a dream. But you forgot that dream. And I taught you the other day about dreams. That anytime you are dreaming, put a book by you, put a pen by you. Anytime you're about to sleep, put a pen or a book by you. So when you wake up, you dream, write it down. Even if you don't understand, write it down. Tomorrow, you will understand it. It will become clear. That's how some of you have something called deja vu. Why do you think you have deja vu? You have been there before in the spiritual realm. So when it's okay in the physical, you know this thing, I've seen it before. But those who forget that they've been there in the spiritual realm before, they, they are confused in that state. Meaning the mayor, bishop, meaning the mayor. And if the bishop is telling you what to do, bishop won't mean I didn't hear things. Yeah. Sometimes you can be talking to people because of their pain. They don't want to, they want you to listen to them. They don't want you to listen to them. They don't want to listen to you, but they want you to listen to them. Yeah. But one thing I want you to understand, when it comes to miracles and fulfilling this, don't forget your past victories. It will help you. You know, it is not every time that I stand here and I'm declaring miracles and in my system, I'm so confident. It is not every time, alright, that I am here, okay, that I'm declaring miracles in your life and I'm so confident that it will happen. Because even though the confidence is there, the enemy will try speaking to me. Look at their face. You don't really believe it. Are you sure it will happen? The time you are mentioning, make it long. I'm very serious. I want to be frank with you. Because if I'm declaring that right now, I declare shrink. Hey, let me see. So it will be easier for me to say that in the next three days you will shrink. So in the next three days, one year. One shrink, yeah. One of them. So that's what the enemy will begin to speak to me about. But you know, one thing that happened to me that this same God did it before. And that same God can do it right now. I 
you with me. So I went miraculous by my past victories. There is no anointing in my life that has gone dead. I still push GPS. Even if I'm out of school, I still do it. Come on. I do it. <laughs> They're not me to it. For even men of God, me to it. There are miracles that happens. That it has been a long time that I did it. We can still do it. Easy. You think maybe it's been a long time I prophesied to you physically or maybe on corporate prophesying? I prophesy on WhatsApp to people. I can still prophesy. I can still mention telephone numbers. There are past victories I, I, I refer to. And you must begin to refer to your past victories too. Hey, refer to your past victories. Don't make the devil lie to you, my goodness. The things you went through that you thought you would die in that state. You thought you would Oh yeah, we'll be here. And then we You are still living. And, and problems are coming up with problems. And again, you will still have testimonies, testimonies, testimonies. I thought they would come back now. Do not, do not, do not, do not forget your past victories. And when you are faced with a problem, ask yourself this question. If I cannot do it, can God do it? If you are faced with a problem, ask yourself this question. If I cannot do it, can God do it? Can God do it? Can God do it? Anytime you are faced with a problem, you, you have you have a cracked phone, all right, and the phone is no more working, but you need to make an agent call. And you look at the phone and say, if I cannot do it, can God do it? Can God do it? And you pray over the phone and the phone will begin to work. I wish I wish I wish you practice all these things I'm teaching you and not just hear them as bishop is deep. If you practice them, it will work for you. I practice these things in my life, in my daily life. There are times where it might work, there are times it might not work. But don't stop it. Keep prophesying, keep declaring, keep confessing. You will definitely see the change. You must continue pray until something happens. When something doesn't happen, you don't stop praying. You must keep praying. Guess what? What you, your strength, will do for you in a lifetime, the strength of God will do that thing in a moment. Hmm? What your strength will do for you in a lifetime. If you are going to live for 90 years and your strength will do that thing for you in the next 90 years, God can do it for you in a moment. I mean in a second. Do you think God cannot make you rich today? Do you think God cannot make you marry today? God can do everything for you in a day. But the reason why he takes us through the process is for us to grow to be able to able to handle that moment because there are people who have gotten rich and they are falling the riches has made them fools because they've not grown through that process so god takes us to not because god cannot do it for you in a day god can do that thing for you in a twinkle of an eye come on but he takes us through a particular process for a reason are you here so if you cannot do it can god do it if you don't leave here with anything just leave here with this question if i cannot do it can god do it Lastly, we see Bible says, and Jonah was in the belly of the of the whale or the fish, and Jonah prayed in the belly of the fish, and God answered Jonah. Some of you are in the belly of sadness. You are in the belly of pain. You are in the belly of a problem. 
But can you pray your way out that Jonah did? If not even you being in the belly of a problem, you are in the house of God. He said, my house shall be called the house of prayer. And if God can answer someone in the belly of a wheel, how much more you in the house of God? My goodness. Just think about it. God answered the prayer of Jonah in the wheel, in the belly of the wheel. Where are you right now? Where are you? Come on, church. Where are you? And you think God will prefer to answer someone much more better in the belly of a wheel than in the house of God? Church for yourself. So this is the person supposed to be crying out to God. If this same God did it for Jonah in the belly of a wheel, this same God will do it for me in his house, in his temple. Then he said that we should cast our cares upon him. First, first Peter chapter 5 verse 17. My last scripture. So we should cast our cares upon him. For he cares. All our cares. Are you there? I'll read it please. First Peter 5 17. 5 7, sorry. Uh-huh. This 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 version. I need a, I need a different version. I need um, a, a, a King James version. Read it for me, please, right there. Say what? Cast what? Come on, church. Cast what? Cast all your care. Not some. He didn't say that cast the marital problem upon me and don't cast the pocket money on me. No. Cast everything on me. For what? For he cares. It is his job to care. It is his job to worry, not our job to worry. And the moment you begin to take a job of God, he stays back. Yeah. Cast for you what? Move on. So what 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 he's asking you to do is for you to be vigilant and sober, that you'll be able to stand against the accusations and the deception of the devil, as Pastor Peter put last week. But what he wants you to do for him is to leave everything to him. Can, can, can we begin to cast all of our cares upon Jesus? Not some of our cares, all our cares, including the kind of hairstyle we must even do. Something as detailed as our hairstyle, something as detailed as the kind of dress we should wear. Something as detailed as the kind of shoe we should wear to go out on a particular day. Sometimes it gets quite frustrated working with me personally. I was working with uh, Minister Delasi yesterday, and something happened, and I was like, "This is what the Lord is saying." So, so proud, so new idea with here. It's more or less that everything that happens have a spiritual meaning to it. Because I know God is talking to me. I hear with my body. I hear. So, so proud. She, she, she felt like sometimes I should just put some things down, like let's flow. <laughs> but, but, in, <laughs> but, 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 but I'm still being quite spiritual. But see, I can be romantic, but I cannot, I, I, I cannot, I cannot stop myself from hearing the voice of God. In every state you are in, you should not stop yourself from hearing the voice of God. No, I, I, I can't. I see. 
my dressing is specific. Mm. I got, I had to go and buy this shirt yesterday. But when I got there, I had a nice, a nice shirt. That shirt, it will have gone with this trap. But you know, God said, wear this. I know I didn't it, so what will I do? I had to obey. And the cost of this shirt. So I, I did not buy it. But I had to do it. And I don't know what this particular dressing means to me, but it might have meant something to someone here. You may never know. My dressing can bring a level of happiness to someone you may never know. I've told you before that my dressing brought me money. I dressed to a place and a man said, you are too different from all these people. I want to give you this for how you dress. My dressing. That is why I don't change my hairstyle. It brings me things. And recently the Lord has told me to do something in the month of November about my hair. <laughs> yeah, but I'm, I'm trying to make you understand certain things that the Lord speaks. And when the Lord speaks, you go by what he's saying. You, you, you go by what the Lord is saying. And if this same God has told you A, it's the same God that is doing B and he will do it. Imagine, I went to a church. The first time I turned water into wine, I went to a church. And then the Lord said, turn water into wine. And it turned me nyeda. I thought it was say more money. Declare. I thought they would mention something they all know. But they were not mention it. That's okay. They didn't mention that I had to obey God. So let's turn water into wine. Pastor Timon was there. We went, declared. <laughs> and he turned to wine, the people drank it, and now people who want they were doubted to say they were even asking for more. They were asking for more. You must understand this same God also. If if you've not won any battle before in your life, say this same God that is with this one. This same God also will do it for me. This same God also. This year. This same God also. It showed a better place. This year is really a better place for us. I tell you. I tell you. This same God also. Can we be outstanding? He said that we should cast our cares upon Him. For Him.